Hey everyone, welcome to episode 39 of Beers in the Lot. This week, we reviewed our terrible NHL preseason picks. We talked a little bit about some of the Stanley Cup playoff seeding, reseeding, and the confusion around what matchups might happen or not happen. And we finished up with a little discussion about what teams really need to win a Stanley Cup soon. As always, don't forget to follow us on social media at Beers in the Lot and head over to beersinthelot.com for links to our Discord server, our Patreon, and other ways you can get in touch with us. All right, let's get to it. Eric looks like he's going to die right now. We should crack the beers. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, the zip off of that Coors yeah, Light. That's what it was. off on those rocket ships is not satisfying at all. <laughs> oh. The mountains are blue, so I don't care. This I'm drinking Coors Light. Yeah. Hey, hey. I only polished off half that bottle of the half <laughs> that was remaining in the bottle last week, so it's all good. Somebody, <laughs> look at this. somebody shoot a puck at your glass? Yeah, look at this <laughs> glass that I got. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather see a puck go into the glass than an empty net. <laughs> Somebody, um, one of the one of the parents uh, whose kids I've coached for the last couple of years sent it to me. It's awesome. Nice. So what's in that cool glass, Rigsby? Uh, I have Flying Dogs Culture King Imperial Hazy IPA. Nice. Yes, it's excellent. Uh, it does not taste like it is a ten percent. ABV. Oh my. <laughs> Oof. It's a Danger. Dangerous. Get on the flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Daniel have? Is he breaking the treehouse streak? So, so I had a couple buddies go up to treehouse this past weekend, actually, and bring me back more beer. And uh, so I decided to go with uh, Three Floyd's Zombie Dust. So it's not yes. beer. So I broke uh. the trend. Zombie dust but is so good, though. He brought me back one of these, too, so. There you go. Yeah, what are you drinking, Aaron? I have an import from the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, family member was up there and brought me back some beer. I'm giving a shot. This is a New Glarus Brewing Company Spotted Cow Ale. It's pretty good. Oh, that's why uh, there's a I'm cow a on it. That's why there's a cow. It's from Wisconsin. So you're not drinking milk. That's good. I am not drinking milk. <laughs> How about you, Johnny? Are those mountains still blue? Yeah, the mountains are always blue here. Uh, I'm drinking a Coors Light. So I toned it down from last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, this is, well, to continue the Summer of Violence tour, I'm on. This is a limited edition summer can because it has the sunglasses on the back. So we're going to continue oh, yeah. that. <laughs> that's how you should have taken the can screenshot uh, it's limit, well it's like is that is that the kanye sunglasses see, see yeah it's kanye <laughs> shades the hater the hater blockers but uh nah, I, I think if you have a Coors light you should always just show the mountains like that's all we want to see yeah we need to know if that beer is cold yeah it's the, the only way that's beer. the only way we know if it's cold is if the mountains are blue so. yeah the love the love train brings it every every time crack, <laughs> crack, crack, there's one can, for the whatever. coors uh yeah. coors marketing department they need to make that sunglasses they need to bring that blue. back how about they bring that back those, the those commercials awesome commercials yeah those are spectacular With the train on the beach yeah. or the rocket so, right they're so yeah, hot the on the ship. beach and i know the, 
train and the comes. NASCAR. Yeah, the NASCAR. The train passed yeah. all the na- all the drivers <laughs> on the like on the. <laughs> I love that commercial. I played that today earlier, like right after I got in my car. When I got this, right after I got done at the liquor store, I started playing that commercial randomly. Like I don't even know why. <laughs> So playoff pitchers pretty much set, right? I think only Calgary is the only one. Calgary did did that get settled? Calgary can't make it in, can they? Yeah, they could. They still, no, they're if, out. No, no, they're out it's now. Okay, no, it's a hundred percent done because Montreal 100%. got out of regulation last last night. Oh yeah, one point. That's all you so, need. Yep. So all right, playoff pitcher is in focus. Then, well, it's set. Yeah. Sort of. I well, think the, Florida. the players <laughs> like, are set, like the teams, yeah. but some of the yeah, seeding yeah. may change. Like yeah. right. West, for example, if Vegas loses to San Jose and then Colorado goes 2-0 and against LA, they will have number oh, one nice. spot hmm. in the West, which is important because Vegas last night lost to Colorado. This is coming out Wednesday, so it would have been Monday night they lost. That is also the fifth time this year Vegas has had to dress lower than the maximum amount of NHL skaters due to salary cap mm. reasons. Last night, they threw out 10 forwards and 5D and lost wow. 2-1, right, Riggs? To Colorado, 2-1? Yes. It was 2-1 in regulation. So good game, but that's... And I think they're 1-4 in four in those games. They had to do that. So if Vegas does end up losing that conference and plays Minnesota, for example, in their first round, that... I would definitely say because of salary cap reasons, that's why you played Minnesota. That's a beer so, league roster. Ten forwards and five D. That's still too many, but that's yeah, too that's, too many. Many. that's too, too many for a beer league. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely argue for an NHL roster that's not enough. <laughs> right. No. no but that's a lot of minutes. All we need Sun- is six and three. Yeah, six yeah. and three. If six that. forwards, three D. Yeah. Yeah. Not even gotta six have, forwards. Got to have the right nine, as they say. Yeah, right nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was that one season? Uh, I think my team. Yeah, you one and me were on the same it. team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we had two games where we had five skaters. We had five Oof. skaters, and the and the most annoying thing was the first game. Everyone showed up, which was totally fine. Yeah. And Danny and I made a joke with our captain at the time, like, man, I really hope this isn't the same way every single game. And sure as shit, I think the max we had at one point was like nine. Every mm-hmm. other game, it was like eight to nine skaters. And we did really well. And then, of course, weird, shocking thing happens. Playoffs. Everyone shows everyone up. Everyone and their mom <laughs> decides to show hey, up that We night. won those two games. Yeah, we did. The two games we had five. I think we had five skaters in one game and then six the other game. And the one, the one night we had seven that was coming back from Johnstown, and like Ooh. four out of the seven guys played in Johnstown yeah. that weekend. So it was game number five for the yeah, for those, right? game yeah. number five pretty much for the weekend, and we Over beat another days. team that had like fifteen skaters, and it was hilarious. <laughs> we were just laughing at them the whole time. <laughs> yeah, minutes, energy, all that doesn't really matter in beer league. <laughs> it doesn't. No. But I will, I will definitely say, like, if you're in a flow, it's a lot better than kind of sitting on the bench. Oh yeah, you can kind of get in a rhythm every other shift. Definitely, it 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 certainly helps without a doubt. Yeah, even if you're out there and you're tired and you take like you know 
10 to 15 seconds of like just kind of standing around watching your other teammates chase somebody around. Like you get <laughs> oh, your that's win how you back. Do it? That's yeah. How you do it? Yeah. And then the puck comes <laughs> over my side and like, all right, I'll try to skate. <laughs> <laughs> that's me every game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get back to regardless of the seeding of the playoff teams. Our picks at the preseason were really, really bad. Yep, <laughs> real bad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not tooting my horn. I I had the West Division pegged. You you only have yes. four <laughs> red lines. All I the rest of us have six, or in my case, eight. But some of our, mine are like our image. Well, I will admit, <laughs> mine are very glaring. Like you guys had like maybe a Tino's and fifth. Oh no. You got oh yeah. Well, you're right. Philly's everyone's there. Philly is not I mean, going to the geez. final this year. So yeah, right. I, I think I'm the worst one. Whoops. Actually, you know what? As a Pens fan, you should kind of be excommunicated. Like, really? You wrote that? I'm looking back at that. I'm like oh, they showed so much promise. You know what? I think we believed in we believed in the hype. I think we did because we all had kinda, Philly up there. We there were a lot, Kool-Aid. but there were a lot of people that said they were contenders too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, absolutely! Like and a on lot paper, of pe- yes. A lot of people like, that get paid a lot of money to talk about this shit yeah, said that yeah. Philly was a contender. That yeah. they and were, our dumbasses believed them. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it happens. It happens. Yes. <laughs> it happens. All right, so. So we'll just kind of break this down. Aaron, really quick, go through your all your picks very carefully through division. <laughs> all right, real quick. Yep. North, I had Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Toronto. In Central, I had Dallas, Tampa, Carolina, and Columbus. In the West, I had Vegas, St. Louis, Colorado, and Arizona. And then in the East, Philly, Boston, Washington, and Pittsburgh. With Vegas, Tampa, <laughs> Philly, and Edmonton in the semis. And the cup final going to be Edmonton and Philadelphia with Edmonton winning. Right. Needless to say, eight of those are incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Where's Borat yelling at you? Not. Like, <laughs> All right, Danny, run through yours really quick, please. So, so East, I had Philly, Boston, Washington, and Pittsburgh. Uh, Central, I had Columbus, Dallas, Nashville, and Tampa. West, I had Colorado, St. Louis, Arizona, and Vegas. North, I had Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. Uh, the semifinal is Boston, Toronto, Colorado, and Tampa. The cup final will be Toronto and Colorado. And the winner, I have Colorado. All right. Riggs, run through yours. Uh, in the north, I had the Leafs. The Flames uh, have, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the Canucks uh, in the West: uh, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, and who else did I have in the West? You had the Yotes. Yotes. Oh, that's right. I had Arizona. Uh-huh. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> you and me both. In the Central, I had and Dallas. Me. Right, coming off the cup final appearance, uh, Tampa, Carolina, and Nashville. Um, and if I remember correctly, I was on the fence on Nashville, but that was a good pick. Yeah, uh, in the mm-hmm. east, 
just like everybody else, I had Philly, uh, Caps, Bruins, Pens. Uh, going into the semis, uh, I thought Leafs, Avs, uh, Stars, and Caps. And I thought, just like Danny, uh, Leafs and Avs for cup final with uh, Thick Boy Hockey Ooh. raising the cup at the end. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> so really, really quick. So for West, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, Minnesota had a clean sheet there, shockingly. Central, I had Tampa, then I had Columbus, who I think finished like dead last in the league. Um, <laughs> Dallas, I should have just believed they weren't going to score goals. I had Dallas, and I had Florida. Uh, north, I had Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg. And the East, I had Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, and the team who shall go la- nameless. Um, <laughs> I hate Gritty. He sucks. Uh, semis. <laughs> Semifinals, I had Vegas, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Toronto. Cup final, Vegas and Toronto with the winner being Vegas. So from that, I, I kind of noticed that you had uh, Florida on there. What made yes. you pick Florida at the beginning of the season? So I actually, they were trending upwards for a long time. And I guess this year it all finally clicked. Like Johnny Huberto's playing really well. Barkoff's pretty damn good. They're getting secondary scoring. I did not expect that they would have a goaltending controversy. Because uh, I actually thought Bob would do really well. Ekblad's hurt, so we'll kind of see like how how they shift and what happens. It's going to be cool for the playoffs because the first time Florida and Tampa are meeting in the playoffs, so that'll be kind of cool to see. And I, to be honest, that that division I was like pretty low on anyway. The Central, so I picked Florida, Columbus. I kind of, I mean, yeah, I was hoping they'd do better. They were. We can all say they were a train wreck, right? They nosed that. I, I think that's, yeah, that was a train wreck. And Dallas, I, I got bamboozled into them, but, but yeah, I don't know. We we, we all drank the uh, Calgary Kool Aid too. We oh, did. Such yeah, a disappointment. I was I was really upset because like they had Markstrom, who's a good goaltender. Like look at Vancouver, they they clearly suffered because they didn't have him. And offensively, like Monahan. Gaudreau, nothing. Gio, yeah. nothing. Kachuk. Yeah. I mean, Maggi I mean, is the only guy that like really had a good season for them. Yeah. It's, a, it's just so disappointing. I th- Man. Oh, well. And especially in that division. Like, they, <laughs> they match up. Because I remember us talking, like, Calgary matches up really good on paper on all those teams. There wasn't a team where you're like, yeah, they can't beat them. I thought they would finish second. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I legitimately thought they would finish yeah. second. Like, because I, I looked at like Edmonton and I was like, oh, they have Dreis <laughs> and McJesus. So, like, that's all they have. But uh. actually, I saw this awesome stat today about Connor McDavid. McDavid had more points in his last 14 games to break the 100 point mark than any New Jersey Devil had the entire season. <laughs> like, I, was like, wow. I was like, what? I saw Oof. that. I'm like, that's insanely impressive. He drug them into, you know, the top four and then into the yeah. you know, second spot. And he's, and he's, tw- he's like 20 some points clear of Marner and Dreisaitl, which yeah. is just amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. In general. You think he'll be able to keep that going in the playoffs? They'll have can to he, if they want to advance. Can he, no, can, no, can he continue like, dragging the team? Well, right. So that pace, no. But could he could he like take over a game or two in a season in a series? Absolutely. Absolutely. So then they gotta hope that, you know, uh Mike Smith can play well enough, you know, keep them within a goal or two or something. Um, hope that Dry you know, plays um the secondary scoring because he is the secondary scoring on that team. Mm-hmm. You know. Who knows? I mean, it's the playoffs, right? We we talked about it before. Weird stuff happens. So is Dright Saddle second in points in this in the uh NHL as well? In the I league? I believe it's Marner. Yeah, I think it's Mitchell Marner. Mitchell. <laughs> I call I him. I know Mitchell he was up Marner. there at one point. <laughs> Or actually, no. It's no, dry settle, dry settle, and is then Marshawn, eighty-one points. Yeah. Wow. And then, Anyways. yeah, Marshawn has sixty-nine, <laughs> <laughs> and nice. Marner has sixty-seven. Nice. Yeah. nice. Of course, the one guy who would have that amount of points <laughs> does. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a guy in the NHL would have it. Marshawn. Yeah. Matthews has forty. That's kind of cool. Flames just very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, good call. And the, you, Johnny, picking Winnipeg though. You're the only yeah. one of us to pick. Well, you know what's crap about that team? We we talked about this last year too. Rigsby and I. That team should have been in much deeper, but they got so banged up. Mm. Right, like the first two games of that playoff round. Yeah, they got so banged up they couldn't do anything. And I was like, oh, they'll be fine. And actually, if you look at like now as of today, Statsny's playing his thousandth game. Ehlers is out. Hellebuck's playing his first game back. He was hurt for a little bit. So, like, they're banged up going to the playoffs. Mm. And so, I, I don't know what they're – you don't know how that's going to look for them. And and they got to play Edmonton. So – Yeah, good luck. They're they're a team that could handle Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl, I think. They're, they're built to do that. They're a smart team. Paul Maurice is a smart coach. And they do have, like, a lot of good players. They're deep. But it's a – I don't know. Their their blue line is very thin, but mm. so is Edmonton's. I mean, so it's more goaltending, and I like Connor Hellebuck over what Edmonton has in there too. Yeah. So. And then we all picked the Philadelphia Flyers <laughs> in the East Division. Again, Carter, you're we, ripping my heart so out. Bad. Again, so we bad. all bought the hype. Yeah. I Train. made fan art of Carter, Carter Hart. Fan art. <laughs> <laughs> Carter Hart yeah. and a car heart making art of a car. Yeah. It didn't help. Yeah. I, mean, I sent it to him on Instagram. It didn't help. Yeah. Obviously well, didn't I mean, motivate about, him. We ate that cheese. <laughs> yeah. We totally ate that greasy cheesesteak. I mean, without a doubt. Like yeah, I had no problem. Just like <laughs> oh, like rude. Oh. And the thing that kills me too about that Philly, like, there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, yeah, Carter Hart had some struggles, whatever. They got smoked by New York like every time they played them. <laughs> but outside of that, like, there's really, you can't pinpoint anything other than like Carter Hart was a little off, but they just. Well, they couldn't score. Them, they couldn't score. No. And it doesn't couldn't make score sense. score goals. And then they weren't getting goaltending. So yeah. I, will, I will say this though. Did you guys see Giroux's assist for Couturier's oh, the goal? the kick? 
the, the kick. kick. It was yeah. a no look kick to the back door, and Couturier had a layup. It was an awesome assist. Like, where was that all season? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what happens, you know, Aaron, when you're playing with no pressure or making the playoffs or anything. You yeah, play right? free <laughs> and be creative, you know? Yep. <laughs> so, whatever. The coach is drinking on the bench, like, <laughs> yeah. whatever, guys. <laughs> you guys just do whatever. Yeah, he has a flask somewhere. He's probably pounding heaters <laughs> in the tunnel. So. Oh, did you see what the their management said, though? This is great. Oh, Lord. I can only imagine. Reason we posted it in our, our private chat. It came out of uh, uh, one of the guys who does uh, Philly's. The, the Philly Inquirer. The yeah, Philly, yeah, Inquirer, Philly Inquirer. Uh, the beat writer, Sam Carcidi, I think is his name. <laughs> okay. He said, the Flyers management says that the offseason training limitations of the Canadian players really hurt them this year. So that's what they're going with. I had no, I had no idea that the Flyers had all of the Canadian players in the NHL. <laughs> Somebody tell McDavid. I had no yeah, idea. It, no, McDavid, no, McDavid's from Newmarket, man. He grew up like five. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him running sprints by the McDonald's. Like, cool. Are you serious? Like, they actually said this? Yeah, if only Canada had ice rinks and gym equipment. Only, Think about right. this. <laughs> Think about this. Uh, this is coming from the same organization who their owner a few years ago said they have a tradition of winning. And I remember like scratching my head going, huh? Like, when? Just, huh? when was the last cup? When oh, this what? is before I was born. Okay, never mind. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like the, I'm telling you, talk about some, man. See that other side of the state, you can't trust those guys. I like how we're just going off on another hate fest on Philly. Oh, well, it's so easy. Now, it's so the easy. Other, the other thing they said, if you read if you read the whole article, which not a lot of people do anymore, they just read the nope. Twitter, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh 100, 140 characters. They also called out all of their younger players, which they have a lot. And I believe the GM said all the young players but Farabee under underperformed. That stings. Wow. And going into the next season, they're a young team, right? Like they they're, you know, they have Warcheck, they have Giroux, they have Couturier. Konecki. Connect me, uh, <laughs> like these Konechny. type of guys. Yeah. Protect you, but, <laughs> but the rest of the team is it's a it's a young team, right? They're in a yeah. transition period. Oh. Like I don't know if you should be saying that on the Zoom calls. <laughs> no. Well, and especially too, like how many of those kids? Nope. How many of those kids? Maybe you know, with the Seattle expansion looming, maybe they go to. <laughs> the management and go like hey put me on the unprotected list please right like they can yeah. you know that's the other thing i i think you know they can just go i don't want to be here appreciate it thanks i i would be curious no. to see too like how many I, that's a very uh, like yeah you know we're talking about you know negative environments on teams and and trash organizations and stuff the last couple of weeks like that's a really negative statement for a young team that's transitioning into 
you know, a contender for playoff spots and division titles and that kind of thing. Like, I don't know if you yeah. should be saying that stuff well, uh, and, in your media availability. And, and to the other thing, like, especially <laughs> I, I'd always like, I mean, and, and granted, none of us have been in a position where we're like, you know, Denny Lemieux, like trade me right fucking now, you know, stuff like that. We're not, I don't know. There's been a couple of men's league teams that are yeah. all league teams. <laughs> yeah. I've been on that. I wanted to say that. Yeah. I can think me. of one or like, two. Yeah. 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 But I'm, but like, especially now too, like, I don't think like players in the league have so much more power over management where they have more options in terms of, I mean, look at what, uh, you know, uh, Alan Walsh, in Vegas, like did you know the Vegas management last year with that awesome artwork for that? Yeah, uh, but... you know the Joker did. Like they could do stuff like that, and it just makes the organization look bad. Like why? I think it makes everybody look bad though. Like you're There's gonna the start... flyers. Like so, it's like it's very minute. Like we're not talking. You know, you're gonna, but you're you gonna know. start like like with that thing. You're posting garbage all over. <laughs> yeah, social social media, media right? To try and affect yeah. your player status, like. Come on, man. And then like, oh, so now players are supposed to do that directly to, you know, affect their status on the Philly roster. Like, I, I don't know. Well, man. have like, you that's... noticed the other thing, too? Have you noticed this year, especially because it's all like Zoom or team calls with the media? Yeah. Normally, when you're face to face with a lot of the media members or in the locker room, we're not getting these sound bites we've gotten this year. Like, I, I almost yeah. think because the disconnects there you're getting more of like kind of the raw emotion because like you can kind of like, especially Voracek earlier in the season. Remember he was talking about that one beat writer and he said, I'm going to answer your question. I don't want to. Cause you always write fucking shit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet if he was there, like, I don't know if Voracek would have said that, but I think yeah. because they, and I think it was like Giroux sitting next to him, like kind of just turned to him and was like, kind of cracking a grin like oh i wonder what i'm gonna or, say next like or even great. the last couple yeah. days with the jack eichel stuff about oh know, yeah talk about he, a team oh. he feel he feels like the surgery is gonna fix his uh herniated disc thing the team's like no we don't want you to get it yet well and you know technically under the contract at cba like they can do that and or he can go get second opinion and like there's all these rules around all that stuff uh, Taylor, that Taylor Hall actually answered questions about that. <laughs> wow! Yeah. As a member of the Boston Bruins, and he was, you know, very open, very open. Like he's saying, "Hey, you know, I was in Buffalo. Things were didn't go well. You know, I didn't play well. That's my fault. The team wasn't playing well. Whatever." He's like, Jack and I became really good friends. I, he's going through all this medical stuff. The team's not, you know, really, he didn't really, he didn't say it in so many words, but it was like the team's not really helping him get to the place that he feels like he should be at in a certain time. And, you know, who knows what's going on, but I thought it was really telling that like Taylor Hall was that open about that whole situation. Well, that, and yeah. That's wild. I know. Man. And I know I shared it on the group text. I don't know if it was like earlier this week or late last week about Ristolainen. He was essentially went to management. He essentially said something short of, I don't care if you trade me. I don't care if I'm here. I'm just sick of this. Like essentially, like <laughs> I'm sick of just like the same 
same stuff over and over every year. Yeah. Like, and, and, it, and the fact that he just straight up said, I don't care if you trade me. I don't care if I'm here. Like that almost sounds like he's like done. Like that's upsetting. I mean, yeah, it's you, tough. I mean, you even hear some of the guys like in Ottawa this year during like, you know, the last couple of weeks, they've been like, you know, we're, we are making strides. We are tough to play against. Like that's a team that has pretty much been in the bottom of the league the entire entire time now granted i think like their last 20 games they like are doing pretty damn well but they're like dead last anyway but they're like positive about everything they're not negative and if you look at buffalo and then in philly it's like that those two organizations i would say are a little ahead on paper of what's in ottawa but it doesn't feel like it like the ice product shows different and the management too right so I want to talk about the postseason matchups because right, there's some confusion. I think. How? I think the, <laughs> how's there there's some confusion. <laughs> how's there confusion? Well, obviously, confusion. we were confused about who was going to go to them. <laughs> no, but uh, now, now we uh, now that we know, we should. I, I kind of want to look at some of these because it's possible for a couple of East teams to play against each other for the Cup this year. Like that's that's a possibility. Teams that are typically in the Eastern Conference. Well, how does somebody explain if they reseed it one through yes. four at the semis? So yes, the only that's way, what I want to be. It's the only way two East teams could technically play each other. Technically, keyword. Granted, if if the top seeds lose, then it's all fucked. So, if Carolina advances and Vegas advances, they are the number one and two seeds. So they will not play each other. They both have eighty points. That means Toronto was 76, Pittsburgh was 77. Uh, so that would mean Pittsburgh would play who has the higher win percentage. Pittsburgh would play Carolina, which is good. I hope they don't make it anyway. Um, and then Toronto would play Vegas. So if they were to beat those two teams, it would be a Pittsburgh-Toronto final. Which, that'd be cool and all. I, like, I just think that it'd be really, really cool to see a matchup that can't ever happen. Like, I think that'd be neat. At the same time, I also want to see the Avs win, honestly. Yes. Well, it, second to Pittsburgh. I want to see Pittsburgh win. Then I want to see the Avs win. But, you know. <laughs> All right. So, so hold on really quick. So we'll go through some. I'm going to name five teams. So Toronto, Edmonton, Montreal. Let's go Avs and Vegas for fun. I'll throw in Minnesota. So six. Out of those six teams, what team probably needs a cup more than any of them? Minnesota, Montreal, Montreal, and Toronto for me. There's, yeah. there's top I say Montreal, Montreal. Tor- Toronto needs a cup the same way the Rangers needed one in '94. Like it's just been so long. Vegas but. doesn't need a cup. They're young. They can wait. <laughs> yeah, but I think with their cap issues, they they need to figure this out quick. Montreal, de- Montreal needs it for the safety of the city. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> 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 Minnesota, though, I think it's found money for them. I think they're fine. Like, they know this is going to be a, I wouldn't call it a rebuilding. It's definitely a retooling, they're, if you will. They are, uh, they are ahead in the process. They're ahead a little of bit schedule. ahead yeah. of where they should be, and it's all due to Carell. Yeah. Carell Kaprasov has, uh, like, accelerated their progress. Toronto, Toronto, I think would be good. I would also say Vegas or Colorado. I think like 
Colorado is going to have some cap issues upcoming because of the McKinnon deals on the horizon. That's going to be huge because McKinnon's worth every penny, right? I think we're all, we all agree with yep. that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So wait a minute. Explain to me when these reseeds happen. Do they only reseed at conference finals? Conference finals, sir. Conference finals. Yeah, but so, there's no conference. Or, well, you know, the, the NHL semifinals. Yeah. All right. They should rename it Challenge Cup for this year. They should just rename <laughs> it that. Like, just have this a Challenge Cup. I honestly like this format. Vicious. I think that they should keep this format. Uh, you do know that this is very similar to the original format with yeah. Wales, Campbell, yep. blah, blah, you know. Right. Like, yep. <laughs> I actually kind of, I've had this theory. I've had this theory for a while and I really wish they did it. I wish it was the top eight in each conference. Just have like a massive conference, just an East and a West one through eight. Yeah. And then you throw them in a blender and you seed them all one through 16 and play it that way. But it's a business. It is a business. And <laughs> they did, they did the divisional stuff for travel reasons. I mean, even yeah. before this season, the last like 10 years, it's been for travel. You, Travel yeah, reasons. Right. Panthers versus Vancouver would be an awful first round matchup for the players. Right. Or Winnipeg versus. They get paid enough. You know, <laughs> Dallas. Kings versus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kings versus New York or something. Oof. Media, though. Those are two massive media markets. Well, you give them an extra day to travel. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but you can't afford that in the early no, part of the playoffs. That's the problem. They don't want to pay for it. Yeah, they don't want to shell that cache Although, it would be good though for maybe semis just always reseed it that could that's be yeah that's what we were saying yeah for the yeah. semi-conference or semi-finals then yeah yeah do it like it used to be it's like if you're the one how did they do the different uh the clarence campbell bowl and the prince of wales trophy or what how did they differentiate well they were who got who i don't remember dude well, I, I do know that was a big thing. <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember. remember that was that was the big thing in '93 uh, when the Montreal Canadiens won because LA beat Toronto in the conference finals. If Toronto ended up winning, even though Gretzky had a stick Gilmore, yeah. they would have played Montreal in the Stanley Cup final day. Yeah. Well, also back then Toronto was in the the west yeah west i'm using air quotes air quotes yeah right. west. they were in the west and then <laughs> yeah. when it turned like when it turned into the western conference they were still in the west yeah right for a little bit yeah. so that's why that happened yeah darn expansion <laughs> teams in 67 just threw everything askew right? <laughs> i do know i do know that some people at the beginning of the season i saw a lot of people who were bent that the North division was going to get a free pass to the semifinals because if you've looked at the, uh, the, the results of the playoffs for the past, I don't know however long it is. It's like a decade or something. Hasn't been a Canadian team in the, in the conference finals for a long time. Sorry, the semifinals for quite a while. I blame. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, blame Canada. Blame Canada. <laughs> yeah. And their <laughs> inferior <laughs> training <laughs> capability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are those Canadian teams going to do after 
a long yeah. playoffs. They haven't had time to recover in an ice rink or a gym. They're going to be so <laughs> lost. Yeah, yeah. The the AAA teams and junior kids weren't training yeah. on ice all summer long. Yeah, exactly. Right. Come so on. NHLers couldn't get on the ice either. Nope. No way. Well, and you know, the people that are complaining about that, like, it's a there's only a person yeah there's only a person it's the gm of the philadelphia flyers (laughs) there's one person yeah he's complaining about the philly or the canadian training capabilities going back to that (laughs) yeah all right now now the crowds and the disparity in the in the buildings and how that's an advantage and blah 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 okay i get it because we just talked about it right the energy in Montreal in a certain situation might help the guys get up and it might help them and you know, whatever. Okay. Got it. But if, if you're in a market with a team that's going into the playoffs right now, that plays in a building that has restricted capacity because we're still in COVID times and you're already posting on social media that that's a disadvantage, you're making an excuse. You're already hedging on your team, right? If So if, if you believe your team is that good and should win and should win a series and should go far in the playoffs, don't post on social media about how, oh, our building is only allowed to have 10% capacity or 25% capacity. And the other team we're playing is allowed to have 50 or full or whatever. So they have an advantage. No, 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 no. You're hedging. And that's an excuse. Yeah. Well, and it's also, I don't want to hear I mean, it. That's, that's the it. same it's excuse. Safety. It's also a safety thing. Like that's your state. Yeah. It's the same excuse that you would use about officials or, you know, what video review or whatever like no well our tape shipment didn't come in so all the players had to use black tape and some of them don't like using black tape so and some like Like, using that's black tape in the first period and white tape in the second period and black tape in the third period like come on man like some of them are canadian and don't have the same conditioning that (laughs) some of them All right, that's it for this week. Remember, you can connect with us in between episodes on our social media accounts at Beers in the Lot or on our website, beersinthelot.com. If you like what you heard on this episode, be sure to tell your friends, family, teammates, whoever about Beers in the Lot. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>